Rachel Luther here, and you are listening to Checking Off Your List with me, Rachel Luther. Growing up, I had a front row seat to entrepreneurship, so it was only natural for me to make my own path in the world with this all-consuming yet unbelievably satisfying thing called owning your own business. At first, I was overwhelmed and truthfully drained by developing a business, devoting time to my family, and acting in theater and film. I'm also not entirely sure how I managed to maintain my sanity through all of it. As the saying goes, necessity is the mother of invention. And while my invention might not sound too profound to the sages of the past and present, it was certainly new to me. When I discovered out of my necessity and desperation was the value of a team. Fast forward to today, and I'm obsessed with first making to-do lists and then optimizing the expertise of others to check off my list. As a result, I'm available to impact my company by focusing my skills where they're most needed. And I let my team handle the rest. Through this podcast, I hope to help you navigate the day-to-day of entrepreneurship, challenge you to prioritize your efforts, and help you stop wasting your time by being a one-stop shop solution for your business. I started my business to make $500 a month while staying home with my children. Now I run a six-figure business with a team that fills in my gaps so I can prioritize time with my husband, homeschool my four children, and perform as a theater, film, and voiceover actor. All with the time to enjoy coffee in the morning and unplug for a little self-care in the evening. Listen as I share with you my journey from a one-woman business to a team of uniquely skilled individuals that keeps the day-to-day of my business moving. Learn from my mistakes in time management, sales, marketing, hiring, and customer service so you can increase your impact in your business while decreasing your time investment as you learn to utilize a team. This is going to be a lot of real talk devoted to finding where you are most effective in your business and learning how to optimize talented people to fill in your gaps. So pour yourself a drink, settle into a comfortable spot, and prepare yourself to be encouraged as you listen to Checking Off Your List with Rachel Luther. So far, we have talked about the importance of outsourcing. The right team of support frees your valuable time for areas where you make the most impact in your business and frees you to pursue your passions outside of your business. Since many of you are business owners, I think it's safe to assume that you have a pretty good idea where your skills lie. I mean, what else are our businesses if not a result of what we do best and a demonstration of the areas where we're most confident? Your business is an expression of these skills. We know what we're good at, yet the problem is recognizing what others can do better. The process of that crucial decision about what we should outsource to others can be daunting. And the hang-up most people experience through this process is what to outsource. Never fear, because this episode seems like the perfect time to share how I determine what to outsource. Ideally, my experience will guide you through this process and break a somewhat abstract concept down into actionable steps. When I think about what to outsource, my initial reaction is to ask myself a series of questions. While you don't have to answer these questions right now, I bet some answers will jump to the front of your mind as I go through them. What tasks do you generally gravitate towards? What tasks do you avoid? What activities energize you and what activities drain you? Where do you excel in your business? And on the other end of the spectrum, where do you fight an uphill battle in your business? What specifically are you doing when you feel most successful? Asking myself these questions and coming up with answers helps me to determine what I actually want to do in a day. And the goal is to fill my schedule as much as possible with the positive answers and move the tasks that affect me negatively to someone else. I do this because 
Doing things I'm good at and passionate about fills me with joy. I mean, (laughs) this isn't rocket science. When I'm passionate about something, my business usually benefits, which makes me even happier. You know, it's funny to think about, but people often comment on the fact that I'm a happy person, but this is only minimally about me. What if you could fill your schedule with tasks that you enjoy doing and filled you with feelings of success? How would you feel if you looked forward to everything on your to-do list, knowing that the task would energize you instead of drain you? I started my business to control my schedule, to stay home with my children, to free my time for acting, to start each day with a cup of coffee instead of rushing to an office by 9 a.m. I quickly realized owning my own business meant doing a bunch of things I wasn't tremendously good at and didn't enjoy doing. You probably feel the same way. And let's just agree, that is not what we signed up for when we started our businesses. My typical day as an entrepreneur, before outsourcing, started around 4.30 to 5 a.m., depending on how many times I snoozed my alarm, and ended around 11 to 11.30 p.m. I didn't host an a.m. radio show, so I wasn't getting up any earlier, and I certainly didn't stay up any later when my alarm went off so early. Needless to say, I consistently felt I was running on empty. Colin, my wonderful husband, (laughs) you know, I'm always mentioning Colin because he's so much more than my college boyfriend turned husband. He keeps me grounded, and I'm lucky to have someone who balances me in almost every area of life. But anyway, he eventually sat me down for a much-needed heart-to-heart because my schedule was anything but balanced. His realism keeps my optimism focused and in reality. I'm always up to do more where work is concerned. But I have him to help remind me the value of quiet and rest. Even though I go big in everything I do, which often means I'm overloaded, he helps me maintain balance in all those things which ultimately helps me succeed. So our talk helped me acknowledge something I knew in my heart. My lifestyle wasn't sustainable. There wasn't enough of me to go around and everyone and everything was suffering as a result. Most importantly, my family. The reason I started my business was suffering because of my business. Colin felt neglected. I often missed our set-aside quality time after our kids' bedtime because I had to catch up on emails. I would miss family time in the evening because I frequently found myself tied up in a client emergency that I, as a one-woman show, was responsible for solving. Colin would handle dinner, evening play, and eventually bedtime— And he was always such a trooper when he received my text saying, I'm still not done. Text me and I'll come up for kisses and bedtime prayers before they're asleep. My children saw me work a lot. Colin captured a video of our oldest daughter playing when she was three, almost four. She was talking on her play cell phone and pretend working at an old laptop saying, my work is complicated because that's what I modeled for her. The video is cute, but is that really what I want my daughter's takeaway from my day-to-day example? It was a reality check, one I needed to let me know I needed to evaluate my priorities. So during our heart-to-heart, Colin and I started to game plan what to do. I didn't want to give up check off your list, but work was taking over my life. Sound familiar? We narrowed it down to two solutions, fire some clients or hire someone. It's funny, looking back, that conversation, more than anything else, started my personal journey toward outsourcing. At first, I made a lot of mistakes figuring out exactly what to outsource. I tried many solutions, and it's taken me several years to truly learn what works and what doesn't. I'm going to save you the stress and share the process I use on a daily basis to determine what to outsource. I start by writing down everything I'm responsible for. 
a master to-do list, if you will. What do you do on a daily basis to keep your company moving? Now, go one step further. What do you wish you had time to do? What would you do to grow your company or streamline processes if you only had the time? Write down everything that comes to mind, and don't forget to include anything around your house. Activities with your children, preparing meals, volunteering, or charity work. Heck, if you wish you had a few more minutes to floss your teeth a bit better, include that. Do you get the idea? The last thing I want to do is add to your to-do list, so we're going to make this easy. Keep a notepad at your desk or use an app like Google Keep to make a list as you go about your day. I'm a pen and paper kind of girl in this area, so I created an easy-to-use template to help you jot down your responsibilities. More on that in a minute, but use whatever works for you. We all get sidetracked easily, and consistency with this sort of thing can be tough. So if you need, put together your list when you're passively waiting, like in the car line at school, an appointment waiting room, or the checkout line at the grocery store. Whether you do it in one sitting or over a few weeks, the goal is to write down everything that you need and even want to do on a regular basis. Let's call this the everything list. I call it the everything list because nothing you do is too small, silly, or insignificant to escape this list. If it's something you actively do or wish you had time to do, it goes on this list. Once I have my everything list, it's time to start prioritizing, then organizing. Now, there are various ways to do this, but I'm going to share what has worked for me over the past 10 years. You might have heard of the Eisenhower Matrix for decision-making. Now, I don't replicate the Eisenhower Matrix exactly. I cater things to what works best for me. So always feel the liberty to take what you want and leave the parts that don't work for you, your thought process, or personality as you go. To see the Eisenhower Matrix, you can Google it. You'll find easy-to-decipher graphics that explain it quite well. To summarize the matrix right now, Eisenhower created a two-by-two grid dividing his tasks into four lists based on urgency and importance. Using these variables to guide your decision-making is exactly what you need to consider as you start outsourcing. I narrowed this down to three lists that work for me. Again, I'm all about customizing to meet my needs. We start by creating a list that includes everything we're responsible for. The everything list, remember? From there, we pull tasks to create our second list. The second list contains only things that require my input or expertise. In other words, the things that would suffer were someone else to do them. This is the only me list. And I think the name is pretty obvious. At this point, the tasks on the everything list that didn't make it to the only me list create your final list, the someone else list, which contains the things you can start to outsource. Now, I just mentioned three different to-do lists in the last 30 seconds, and I don't want to count how many times I've said the word list. To make this process easier, I created a digital download to easily help you compile your everything list, then sort the tasks into your only me and someone else lists. You can download this easy-to-use checklist organizer by clicking the link in the episode notes or by visiting coilwithrachelluther.com. You can print this out for any of you other pen and paper list keepers out there. It is also a fillable PDF for those of you who like to stay digital. You might even use something like Google Keep to easily move tasks from list to list. There are many options, so pick whatever works best for you. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because you've decided to take the next step and enlist qualified and dependable people to help you with your business and personal needs. Often, making that decision means doing the legwork to find the best fit. Since you're a loyal listener, we're going to take the trial and error out of the equation and let you in on a little secret. 
I'm talking about our affiliate, Sendout Cards. Sendout Cards eliminates the stress of remembering to buy, fill out, and mail cards for any occasion. And you can even add a gift. Sendout Cards makes you look like the greatest friend, relative, coworker, or business associate with minimal effort. I use Sendout Cards for my business and personal needs, and everyone I've introduced Sendout Cards to is instantly a fan. Go to today's episode on com, then click the Episode Resource tab for the Sendout Card link. You can send a free card by signing up for a free account with no strings attached. Let Sendout Cards do all the work while you get all the credit. Obviously, there's more to this process than organizing to-do lists, so I'd like to break down how to figure out what to keep on your to-do list and what to outsource to someone else's to-do list. There are certain tasks that require my expertise or perspective, so those are my first priority. Johann Wolfgang von Goethe said, Things which matter most should not be at the mercy of things which matter least. The things that require your expertise and the things that you are passionate about doing are what should matter most to you. That should be your focus. The other things can move to your someone else list so you can spend more time doing the important things on your only me list. Once you've created your to-do lists, the next step is to find out how to outsource the someone else list so you can focus on the only me list. You now know where you should focus your attention, so it's time to outsource the other tasks. I'm embarrassed to admit that it took me way too long to realize there are people who are excited to do what I dread. It still surprises me every time I assign a task to someone else. When it's the right fit, I recognize the energy in their voice because they are truly excited to tackle the job that I dreaded. I'm going to take a minute to brag on my girl, Misty. I personally loathe the process of hiring new employees. Filtering through the piles of applications, most of which are people who are not qualified to fill the position, angers me because my time is wasted by most applicants. When I passed the hiring process to Misty, who's one of our Human Resources VAs, she was thrilled to review the applications. She reviewed the same applications I did, but she looked at it as a scavenger hunt instead of a waste of time. Doing the exact same task was a completely different experience for Misty than it was for me. Because that is her passion. When I think of the frustration I could have saved myself and the late night rants I could have spared my husband, Colin, <sighs> hindsight's twenty twenty. am I right? It never fails that I wish I had thought to outsource a given task sooner. But better late than never, right? Smart outsourcing creates a win-win for everyone. It frees my calendar and mental space for my passions, it optimizes the strengths of others, and it provides a better quality of life for everyone by allowing us each to focus on what we enjoy and love. Trust me, I understand. As you dive into your to-do list and determine what to outsource, things can get overwhelming. It helps to know you're not alone, so I thought it would help to hear more about what I outsource and how I was able to move those tasks from my to-do list to people who were excited to check them off their to-do list. Basic administrative tasks. The first thing I outsourced, because it's easy. It takes minimal training. It's often repetitive and easily maintained once someone gets started. Part of my initial hang-up in outsourcing was it seemed easier to do it myself than to take the time to show someone else. The mental space that I have available from not focusing on these mundane things has more than made up for the effort it takes to pass the responsibility to someone else. For years, I've had a cleaning lady. She cleans every other Wednesday, which means I don't devote mental energy to remembering the last time my bathrooms and kitchen floors were cleaned. Marketing is another task I outsource. Other people know the ins and outs of the platforms better than me. Others have a better eye than me. 
I easily worked up my vision and they turned that into beautiful and appealing marketing I'd never be able to create. To accommodate my busy life, I use a nanny. Remember, this isn't just for business things. Off and on, I have a nanny or mother's helper who spends time with my children while I'm in the office. Ideally, they help my younger kids with snacks, encourage creative play, and guide them through cleaning up their messes rather than me putting them in front of an iPad to keep them busy. This allows me to focus on work, then truly walk away knowing I accomplished my to-do list. It's often a teenager who wants practice babysitting. It's a cheap option, gives them experience, and I'm right there if there's a question. As my children have gotten older, the nanny has turned into a tutor who helps walk my children through their school lessons and chores. Speaking of our tutor, outsourcing evolves over time. I recently transitioned the mental load of lesson planning to our tutor. I can spend more time with my children rather than creating lesson plans which is something I'm admittedly not great at and would prefer to avoid. Our tutor puts together lesson plans my kids actually enjoy in half the time it takes me. So instead of spending a few hours over the weekend planning lessons for the coming week, we're able to have family pizza movie night. Better lessons for my kids and more quality time as a family is an all-around win, which is what outsourcing is all about. Then there's HR. I guide my team through the hiring process, but already I told you about Misty. She enjoys filtering applications, reviewing sample tasks, and interviewing in ways that I can't. I merely email Misty what I need, and a few new applicants just show up in my inbox. She thrives on tracking down answers to the payroll issues that come up with having payroll in various states across America. I send Misty any information about the issue, then she's busy hunting down a solution while I do anything else but that. Bookkeeping is another. Did you know bookkeepers actually enjoy the routine of invoices, payments, regular expenses, and monthly adjustments? As the owner of Check Off Your List, my time is better spent making informed decisions based on financial reports rather than devoting my time to the day-to-day of bookkeeping required to create those reports. Lastly, there's home delivery. Curbside pickup, Instacart, and Amazon Prime save me so much time. I frequently joke if it doesn't get delivered to my doorstep, I must not need it. (laughs) But seriously, services like these are lifesavers as well as business savers. When I think about the time it takes to shop for necessities and the return on investment I could have if I just focus that time on my business, it's worth any delivery fee to check that off my list. You see, I take advantage of many capable people and resources because it's what works best for me. And no matter what you decide works for you, outsourcing and utilizing a team has a learning curve, so... Patience is key. I intend to do a whole podcast later about the role of an integrator and how they can help you manage a team of contractors. Yes, further down the road on this journey is having a point of contact between you and the team you utilize. But for now, I want to explore with you three things that would have saved me some headache as my team first expanded. First, keep a running to-do list of your responsibilities. Once you start your everything list and organize it into the only me and someone else lists, Maintain that to save you time later. You don't want to list all your responsibilities from scratch again, so keep updating your lists. Things that stay on your to-do list a little too long possibly need to go to someone else. Second, schedule a time every so often to review your responsibilities. As business grows, responsibilities evolve. Setting aside time to consider what's still on your to-do list and ask Why you need to devote your time to those tasks will ensure you continue to focus where you make the most impact with your time. 
This isn't just a professional thing. So third, don't forget the personal tasks. This often gets overlooked, but less stress and responsibility in other areas of your life free your mental energy to better tackle responsibilities in your business. As you can see by now, when it comes to outsourcing, these important decisions tend to change over time, meaning what's good for your only me list right now, down the line, might be better on the someone else list, and vice versa. It's what the mathematicians, or is it the linguists, call recursive, meaning that the decision-making process does not just start at point A and end in Z in a linear fashion. Rather, it might skip to J, jump to C, go back to A, and then Q. The point being, as your business and personal needs change, so do your decisions when it comes to choosing what to do on your own and what to allocate to others. Maybe even someday, when you become a master outsourcer, you'll be able to hire someone else to make the tough outsourcing decisions. But if not, that's okay. You're going to do fine because now you have a plan. The next step, and it's one you're going to have to take, is deciding where to start. Looking at your to-do list can be overwhelming, so I recommend starting small. Once you know what tasks you can move to someone else's to-do list, you can systematically pinpoint which tasks are easiest to transition and which tasks need more of a game plan. You won't outsource everything on your someone else list immediately, but you can create a plan to outsource more and more over time. A virtual assistant can be an invaluable resource to determine what tasks are easiest to outsource. So be sure to talk to your VA as you strategize what to outsource and create a timeline of when to outsource the next tasks. Looking back, the primary thing I wish I would have done differently is outsource more quickly. My alarm doesn't go off around 4.30 anymore. Colin wakes me up for morning coffee at 7 because we want to spend time together before the day takes over. My evenings are spent at rehearsal or shuffling my older kids to various events, then cuddling my little children to sleep. There's even time for relaxation with Colin after bedtime. I've never outsourced a task and regretted it, then moved it back to my to-do list. And I'm willing to say that with the right support team, you won't either. And as my team of support grows, I evolve and the value I place on my team grows exponentially. One of the most important laws of business is to evolve or become obsolete. And this rule translates to all areas of business, even the leader. If you outsource correctly, a surprising benefit is it forces you to evolve as a leader and business owner as you become surrounded by qualified, motivated people. My team continually challenges me just as I challenge them. They provide new perspective as individuals with varying backgrounds and other life experiences, and I can keep my business successful and cutting edge because they see things differently than I see them. And that, in turn, makes me a more effective leader. The end result is better communication across the team, better customer service, better marketing strategies, and overall, a better business. Now that you are surrounding yourself with a team and other people are checking off your list, how can you use your time to tackle your day in a new way? On the next episode, we'll explore some ways to make the most of this new opportunity you've created for yourself, starting with some of the tips, tools, and tricks I use to be more productive. You'll be able to make the most of your newfound time after listening, so subscribe to be sure you don't miss the next episode of Checking Off Your List with me, Rachel Luther. Congratulations, you've completed another episode of Checking Off Your List with me, Rachel Luther. Please give us a five-star rating so other motivated people, such as yourself, will give the podcast a chance and be one step closer to their goals. Then subscribe so you can catch every single episode. 
Make sure to check out our show notes and resources from all of our episodes at coilwithrachelluther.com. I'd love to hear about your journey owning a business. So find me on social media at Rachel Luther on Instagram and checking off your list with Rachel Luther on Facebook. Post a comment by letting me know something you relate to from my story or what you'd like to hear about next. Now go out there, kick some entrepreneurial butt, and don't miss the next episode of Checking Off Your List with Rachel Luther. Rachel Luther.